Hello there, and welcome to the very first episode of the Steam podcast, Casual Fridays by I Read Aloud. I am your host, Dada, and this podcast is where weekly themes are discussed through personal experiences, anecdotes, and storytelling. Today's episode is titled Puzzle Pieces. I'll introduce to you my I Read Aloud channel and my Casual Fridays podcast and tell you how it all came about, like putting pieces of a puzzle together. For those of you who don't know me yet, I have a channel on YouTube called I Read Aloud, and I also have accounts on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, and they are all under the same name, I Read Aloud, so you only have to look for at I read aloud one word and you should find the other platforms. I began my journey on I read aloud in July 2022. So basically today marks about 11 months uh, for the beginning of my journey. And I began by posting content from English and American literature. Then I moved on to add Arabic Sundays where I included Arabic content and uh, a Two, three months ago, I began Casual Fridays that turned into this podcast. Now, I'm going to take you back to the very first moment and the very first um, time when I uh, decided to start my I Read Aloud channel. I only knew I wanted to start uh, a channel with some online presence on my part. Um, I'm sure most of you during confinement uh, throughout the COVID years became more involved in social media. I really became an avid YouTuber and I also <laughs> enjoyed TikTok and Instagram. And I was so influenced and, and impressed by uh, the content put, being put out there by different people that actually helped me grow and learn so many things. And I really wanted to contribute to that world in my own way. And I started thinking of what I could do. I mean, what were my strengths? What could I do to help people? And because I have a degree in um, business law, I decided to start a channel initially called Contract Explaining. So it's contract explaining, it's like mansplaining, contract explaining. And <laughs> I guess the title should have warned me that it was going to be a failure <laughs> because it was a bit too complex in the end after you know, putting together uh, several videos of different content and filming them. Uh, I found it was just too boring. I was too serious. I wasn't really myself. Um, I don't know. It was just the content that was boring to watch. I was bored watching myself. And I thought, how can anyone enjoy watching this if I'm not enjoying watching me? <laughs> you know, and I'm supposed to enjoy it firsthand. Um, so the whole idea of, you know, simplifying the idea of contracts, for the regular human to understand concepts in contract law more easily just went out the window. And it was really frustrating because I had put so much effort into it. It was about six months of work and I just had to take a breather. So I took a few weeks off thinking, you know, okay, I'll step back from this. 
and I have to find something else to work on. And really, the idea of I read aloud came to me in a way like like an epiphany. I was literally lying in bed about to fall asleep and, you know, worrying a bit about what to do and how to handle the online content, what to choose. And suddenly it just came to me, just reading to people. And I started thinking, yes, I mean, I used to teach. Um, well, my initial degree, my first degree was in English literature. So I was a teacher for many years. I used to teach English. And I, I discovered, I, I remembered that when um, I used to be in the classroom and I would read a text to the students, even the rowdiest of them would fall silent and listen to me. And I knew that I had this kind of power to mesmerize people with my voice, with my presence, into listening to what I'm saying. And uh, I decided because of that to, you know, start I read an art channel. And of course, I have all the resources. I, at least I have a lot of resources. I have so many books already. So I didn't really have to invest much in this. I had the books, had, you know, the ability to uh, speak English fluently, and it just all fell into place. And what helped me more when I started um, filming the first few videos, because if you actually watch the first few videos, I was um, still very shy, and I would just like read from the book. I wouldn't even look into the camera, and it was just like, okay, I need to do this properly and read properly and not make any mistakes. And so it was a bit stiff in the beginning. <laughs> and then I integrated, I integrated my uh, acting skills. And this brings me to my story of how I actually acted in, uh, in college. So basically, um, when I first graduated from school, I, I did one year of law, but it was um, law in Arabic. It was Lebanese law. And I was never really that good in the Arabic language, to be honest. Um, I would write uh, Arabic as I spoke. So it was more the colloquial Arabic than the formal Arabic. And I literally didn't do well. I, I couldn't uh, enjoy reading the texts and I couldn't memorize any of the laws and it was just like too much for me. I didn't enjoy it at all. And after a year of that torture, I told my parents, that's it. No, this is not for me. I am going to um, study literature. And so I applied to a couple of universities, got accepted into a literature program. And uh, that's how I got into that field. And the thing is that when I first entered um, this university, uh, they had two campuses. So my first semester was in one campus, and then I had to go to the other campus because apparently uh, the full program wasn't given in the first campus. When I moved to the other campus, and I had already started making friends on the first campus, I had to leave this all behind, went to the other campus, and again, I had to you know, start all over again, trying to make new friends, and it was a bit frustrating for the first two semesters there. And I used to always look at the fine arts building and see all these students sitting on the stairs, having the time of their life, 
many times they would have, you know, a, someone playing the guitar, they'd be singing, they'd be laughing together, and just really, uh, it was a beautiful group. And one day, I remember, I went up to those stairs, it was in the evening, so there were only a couple of girls sitting on the stairs, and I just struck up a conversation with them, and I asked them what they studied, and they said theater, and I was like, oh, that's so interesting. So I went to my advisor, and I asked if I could take some theater, um, you know, courses, uh, as you know a minor or you know you, you always have elective courses to take at university so um, it was a yes and so I enrolled in the first um, course uh, that had to do with acting and theater and I became friends with those girls and a whole bunch of other girls so we were basically in the end a group of 12 or 13 girls and then we had all these guys coming in and out of our group and I remember the, the last two years of university were a blast because not just the theater experience was interesting, but this camaraderie, this friendship that I made with all these girls was beautiful. I'm still, I'm still in touch with four of them actually today. We're really good friends and it's really, uh, I was blessed to have that experience. And so if you actually watch um, my more recent I Read Aloud videos, you would notice that I started integrating my acting skills in uh, in the readings to make them more lively, more attractive to people, and um, that's how acting played into it as well. Now, when I began my journey with I Read Aloud, I began posting only content in English because, you know, I had a lot of English books. My major was English literature. I always read, um, you know, books in English, and it's actually, you know, a language I enjoy. So I was like, okay, I started with that, but uh, down the road, I started getting comments from a lot of family friends, um, acquaintances, that they are enjoying my posts, and they, they like them, but um, they are, they don't really get the content, they didn't know English that well, they were you know, more French educated. You know, in Lebanon, we have a system where you choose in school whether to study English as, you know, your, your major second language or French as your major second language. And so all those people who were, uh, you know, who knew French and not English that much um, didn't really get what I was saying. So after a few of those comments, I started thinking if I should, you know, start posting something in Arabic as well. And in a way, I was thinking also that I'm Lebanese, so why should I deny my heritage? Um, and I could actually use this platform to promote a lot of Lebanese uh, authors and poets. Um, you know, a lot of their works are unknown uh, in the world. And so I started something called Arabic Sundays. And at first, the Arabic Sundays were basically just me reading the um, the work in Arabic, and I also felt that well, that wasn't fair to my English, my followers to follow me to for my English content. So um, after a few of those posts, I started putting subtitles. So subtitles would be, of course, um, in Arabic to you know just reflect what I was speaking, and of course a translation in English. And basically, I do the translations myself because, you know, 
AI isn't that good at translating. If you go to Google Translate, uh, a lot of meaning is lost and it's not accurate. So it has actually become a challenge to me to become a translator as well with Arabic Sundays, but um, it's actually fun to try and convey the right message, you know, uh, the right method, and and also trying to keep the uh, English version flowing as much as possible for those who are reading the English version. So after the Arabic Sundays, um, after a few months of that, I started feeling that my content on TikTok and Instagram was a little bit, um, you know, not what these platforms required in a sense that people usually go to these platforms to get to know people, you know, on a personal level. And so I started thinking of how, how could I actually create more content that would make it more approachable to people. I mean, of course, I'm not going to give up, um, you know, reading in English or in Arabic. And this is actually the basis of uh, my channel, but how could I create some content to reach people on a personal level? And so I decided to create something called Casual Fridays. And for those of you who have been following me on Instagram and TikTok, I won't post these on, on YouTube, by the way. So uh, those who follow me on Instagram and TikTok, um, from the beginning would notice now that I started by posting um, you know, certain bloopers at the beginning and certain routines with my dog Evie. Uh, it was really difficult for me to plunge into a lot of personal content. I was really a very private person before I started my Ari Delaud channel. Um, you really could not find me online. <laughs> I I had like I have a Twitter account. I've had one since I don't know more than ten years, um, and I've changed its name so many times. In the end, I had uh, you know decided to put my name, and but I was shy and I didn't have any followers anyway. I wasn't active at all. As just like one example of my social presence, social media presence, and. So really, I was a very private person. Everyone who would ask me, like, why aren't you on social media? I'd say, well, private things are private, you know. <laughs> so it was a bit difficult for me to move into more private content. So I started with bloopers and with, uh, you know, routines with my dog. It was easy, you know, to film and to post because it wasn't personal and then I kind of eased little by little into creating and posting more personal content and my first uh, video that was more personal was basically about my nickname Dada and how uh, I don't use my name which is Hudar Zaydini by the way for those of you who are wondering so basically um, the story went that my grandma was called Huda they called me after her they named me after her, and um, you know, just to distinguish between us, I became Dada, and it stuck. And you know, I just feel like I'm more Dada now <laughs> than anything else. So here we go. Here we are. Um, and I just want to like end this little part by saying that um, I had always had a dream since I was a kid to have my own radio show. You know, even when I used to get upset with something, I used to argue with 
this imaginary audience through a microphone. <laughs> I mean, some people would, would argue in front of a mirror or something. No, I would like just sit with my thoughts and imagine like I'm, I'm in the studio with this microphone in front of me and I'm talking to this audience who is, of course, very receptive and accepting of what I say. And um, this was actually, I mean, it's interesting how things happen in life that, you know, uh, we're talking about, here, about puzzle pieces here and you see, I'm sure you can see now how bit by bit things are falling into place. And so basically the idea of a podcast wasn't really... Uh, born overnight, uh, it's it's actually a lifetime dream, and uh, in a way, I don't know how this happened, but uh, here I am achieving this dream little by little. Um, and it's interesting to see how sometimes when you love or when you have this childhood idea or this idea as a child, you forget about it for a while. You you have like small yearnings as you grow up. Um, because I used to think sometimes that, oh, I would love to apply to this radio show. I mean, sometimes they would have some advertisements, you know, that, you know, they need a presenter for a show or and whatnot. And I would say, oh, I wish I could apply to that, but they're not going to take me. I don't have the experience. There are so many people who, who have degrees in that and, and they speak better than I do and so on and so forth. And so I never actually got around to it. Um, and it's interesting how now I've started my own podcast. So it's kind of interesting to see how your childhood dreams somehow end up happening when you really, really, you know, want them to. So, as I was saying, the puzzle pieces fell into place in the end, and somehow many of my life experiences gelled together to create this new opportunity, this new reality for me. And uh, this is, you know, uh, what I would like to tell you today from my personal anecdotes. And at the end of this episode, I want to um, give a shout out to all of my female friends, because as I was preparing this podcast, and of course, you have to prepare the first several episodes before you actually begin airing them. Um, and because you need to, to see if you have enough content and if you can really, you know, uh, put it together. I realized as I was choosing my topics and the angles I want to take in those topics, that most of them were taken from conversations like phone conversations. Those, you know, those long phone conversations with female friends. Um, most of them, unfortunately, are traveling. So it's heartbreaking for me sometimes that they're not around. But our long phone conversations are always so fulfilling and really most of my topics are from from those conversations. So I'm lucky to have you guys in my life and I love you all. And I just want to say that. A shout out to them. And this brings me to the end of this episode and I look forward to talking to you again next Fridays and episode two of Casual Fridays shall be titled Communal Life in Shelters. I will tell you more about it next time. And for now, I wish you a lovely weekend and I hope you just enjoy it and relax and have a good time. And I'll see you next Friday.